This is Gemara Irvin Daf Sadizayin. This is Shabbos's Daf as we close in on the end of Mesechus Irvin Baruch Hashem. All the learning once again should be as Chosif for Shleimah for Yudemir Ben Yakira. Boy who's undergoing chemo, Mirza Shem, everything should be successful. Amani Ben Veil Chaim and Sarah. Shlomo Sivan Reizel Eidol Sarbas Kedendel Yitzvah Sivan Chai Sarah Yisrael Chaim and Sarah Esa Yisrael Ben Mindel. As the Pesach Shavleish Shem Vas Tovim Vas Shavvegu Bishir Chana Fal Davin Yitriva Daniel Ben Chana Reizel Libavuria Vas Tovim Yomaisa Who's a mother of one of our members of the Daf. She Shav Rufuah Shleimah B'Sayishar Chali Yisrael. All the Chaylim, Mirza Shem, looking forward to hearing good news. We pick it up in the bottom of Sadivav Amir Beis. We ended off a discussion about Titus. And I'm sure many people were wondering, and I'm sorry for pulling up a little short, maybe, why in the world do we just bring in a random discussion about Titus? Random! Did you find strands? Strands! Threads! They, yes, were made for a garment. They were not made for a garment. You had to use them for Titus. What in the world does that have to do with our Mesechta? What does that have to do with our Sigya? Well, we'll see right now, says the Gemara Amarava. On the first wide line, we're going to see right now why the Gemara brought it down. Amarava. Ah, we said in our Mishnah, there's a difference between Chadashis and Yeshanis. That if you found new Tefillin lying in the street, don't bring them home on Shabbos. It might be a Kamiya, it might be an amulet. If you found old ones, then it's actually Tefillin, you can bring it home. Says, says Rava, is that a normal thing that a person goes through such a bother to make a Kamiya out of Tefillin? Detnan, we learned in our Mishnah. But if it's their new Tefillin, then... And his potter, you should not see them. And what do we see? We see it's not normal. And yet people do it. So you yesterday taught me that when we have these little threads, when we have these mufsakin, then we said it's not so normal that you're not going to be tereach to make these little threads for the hem of your coat that are blue. How do you know? Maybe someone would. So I let it go use it for titsis. Amar Rav Zira, Lava Bray. Rav Zira said to Ava, Amar Rav Zira, Lava Bray to his son. Go out and teach. If you find this tchilas, this blue thread in the garment, in the market. Again, once again, the same words. If it's stripped, it's going to be psulim. If it's strands, if it's threads, mufsakin, if they're little bits, why? Because a person doesn't bother to do that. And therefore, the Gemara, the Gemara is, um, says, no, we see this in a Mishnah. You're asking me from our Mishnah that you see it's not, it, people do things which aren't necessarily normal, but we see it straight on Mishnah. The Rav Zayr said, go teach, it's not normal. So what do we see? We see that it's not normal to make these little strands, and therefore you got to use them as senses. On my Ravah, says Ravah, one second. Because Ava, the son of Rav Zayr, taught it. Kafi Talila. Is there a basket hanging on it? Are there rings hung in it? We have to listen just because it's a Mishnah. But we learned in our Mishnah. The Gemara is going back and forth over here. I don't understand. You quoted me one Mishnah. I have a different Mishnah. Whether one would go through such a, a, a bother, that is a machloikas. Like we learned in a brisa, if you find tefillin, you bring them in one at a time. Whether it's a man or a woman, a brisa that we've seen already. Moving along to today's daftaf, some sadi zayin, amar Echel Chadasha is whether there are new ones. Echel Yishana is different. Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda. Echel Chadasha is a matter of Yishana. Alma. So what do we see the Machlech is Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda is? 
This debate that we were having, this debate between Rava and Rav Zeira, do people yes bother, do people no bother? If you find these little strands of blue thread, can you use them for tits or not? Is the Machlegis or Meir and Rav Yudah whether one will go through such a bother to make the tefillin an amulet looking like tefillin? And that's how the Gemara concludes. And therefore, it's not a question on the Brisa, on the Mishnah that said, you're allowed to use those strands of tits for uh, the blue strands for tits. Says the Gemara, fell an old fellow, and we're going to go a little bit deeper into this machlekes. One more time, the Hashta says the Gemara. He already taught us. What are old tefillin? If it has Yishvemer two Yishmukusharis, like our tefillin, you have her two straps and it has knots. Chadashais. What are new tefillin? Yishvemer two Yishvloimukusharis. Now that you taught me that, what is Chadashais? That it has the Ritzuais, but it doesn't have the appropriate knot. The Kuli Almuloitarachenish. Then everyone's going to agree that you're not going to be allowed to save those tefillin. Why? Not necessarily because of the amulet reason, but because it doesn't have the appropriate knot. So how are you going to be able to take these fillings and put them on on Shabbos to bring them home? You're going to have to tie a knot. You're going to have to tie a knot. You're not going to tie knots on Shabbos. So it's because of the issue of tying knots on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, one second. Why? Just tie a bow. We tie our shoes, right? You're allowed to tie bows on Shabbos. So go and tie a bow and save the tefillin. No, you're not allowed to make it an Eva and tefillin. Therefore, it's not going to work. That's one answer. Abai Omar, second answer. Rav Yudel Taimei, Rav Yudel is going according to his own reasoning. The Omar Aniva Kshira Me'al Yusayi. Shita Rav Yudel, that he holds, you're not even allowed to make a bow on Shabbos. Obviously, we know you're allowed to make bow. Maybe, perhaps, you make a bow for a very long time. That's the reason. Whatever the reason is, Rav Yudel says you can't make bows on Shabbos. And that is the reason why Rav Yudel is going to say you're not allowed to save these fillin. Taimo Aniva Kshira Me'al Yusayi. The reason is because the Aniva, the blow, is a good knot. That's the sheet of Rav Yehuda. Therefore, you're not allowed to make the bow because it's equivalent to making a knot, which is also in Shabbos. Halavachi, if not for that reason, Anivluhu, if not for that reason, we would tell you to go and make a bow. Says the Gemara, what? What's going on over here? You just told me that the whole issue with making a bow is why? Because he holds a bow is a knot. Sounds like, but let's say it's a Tuesday and you don't have tefillin. So make a bow. How can you do that? Tefillin, need knots. And says, Sorry. And their knots have to face outward. I'm sorry, that was the end of the Brisa. Again, the Brisa taught us two things. Number one, knots are Lachum Sinai. Number two, the knot has to face outward. So the Gemara is bothered. How can you just tell me again? What's the question one more time? That theoretically you could make a knot and you're telling, no, you can't. Answers the Gemara. The No, the Gemara means somehow you would make a bow that is similar to our knots, which would somehow fulfill the Allah Lemoshimi Sinai of making your tefillin into a knot. And that is the suggestion of the Gemara. And that's why, says the Gemara, it's not necessarily difficult to say that our case is disgusting, that you're making a bow. Says the Gemara, A new discussion. You're buying tefillin from someone who, unfortunately, we don't know if he's an expert tefillin maker. So what do you do? How do you know? What's Allah? Says the Gemara. Pick up three tefillins. Two yads, one roish. Two shal roishes and one shal yad. And check them. 
And that's how you'll know if this person, now you'll do a chazaka. You'll create a chazaka that three of them are good. And then you'll be able to buy from him. Says Gmar What's the case? Are we talking about are we talking about that you're buying from this one person? Meaning, you're going into some store. You don't know if he's good. And you have to figure it out. Says lived like If that's the case, then just check three of either one. Why are you checking two yad, one rush, two rush, one yad? And imi tray. And if you're going to a whole marketplace, there's multiple sellers, then call the Chad Each and every person you need to check. So says the Gemara, I don't understand where do you get this din that you're going to check two shall yads, one shall rush, two shall rush, one shall yad. Answers the Gemara, La'ilam, really, what are we talking about? Michad Gavra Zavin. You're going to one person. It's not going to help to check three shall yads or three shall rushes. Why? Because I need to buy a shall rush and a shall yad. So I got to create a chazaka for both. So says the Brisa, to two shall yads, one shall rush, two shall rush, one shall yad. Says the Gemara, Amy, is that true? But then Rabbi Shmuel would fill in by Dick, Shal 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 Yad, Vishal Raish. My love, what does this Brisa mean? Oi Shal Shal Yad, Oi Shal Shal Raish. Seemingly not like you just taught me. Answers the Gemara, Loi Shal Mehen. Three of them, Shal Yad, Mehen Shal Raish. Loi Shal Shmehen Shal Yad, Mehen Shal Raish. It means three of Shal Yad and Shal Raish. And that's how we get our permutation of two Raish, one Yad, two Raj, two Yad, one Raish, in order to get the full uh, package, we'll call it, that you are checking three and creating your Chazaka. Says the Gemara, one second. Rav Kahana seemingly taught only two. Told them, we're saying three. So you answer me, what does it mean to me, two yad, two, one raish? Means it's from one seller, but you want to buy a shal yad and the shal raish. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. Rav Kahana said only two. Ay, Hamani Rebbe, the famous sheet of Rebbe. The Hamari betrays him the other Chazaka. Rebbe holds, Chazaka is not three. We always know Chazaka three, three, three. No. Rebbe holds Chazaka is two. Says the Gemara, Rebbe, Ema Seva, what did the Seva say? This, the Chain, what did the Seva say? V'chein b'tzeves ha'sheni, and so too with the second bundle of tefillin, v'chein b'tzeves ha'shlishi, and so too with the third bundle of tefillin, you have to check the second, check the third bundle of tefillin, v'yirebi, shlishi me'eslei, what's going on? The safe of that price has said, now you want to keep on checking more bundles of tefillin. So the second bundle, you have to do the same thing. The third bundle, you have, what, third bundle? According to Rebbe, it's only two bundles. Me'eslei, Says Gemara, Moide Rebbe, Rebbe emits, Bitzavasim, when you're checking bundles, Dimitrei, Tlasa, Gavri, Zavin, that what we're talking about, that the different bundles come from two or three different people, and therefore, says Rebbe, it will not suffice with the normal Chazakov two, rather you have to check a third bundle. One second, says Gemara, if each one is from a different person, how you only checking three? You have to check four or five. Each one is a different person. Answers the Gemara, You're right. Why did it say three? To exclude from its It's true. Really, you got to check the fourth and the fifth. It's telling you, Rebbe old normally only check two. But when you have a situation that you're buying, that there's multiple different bundles, so each bundle you have to check two. Says the Brisa, so to the second, so to the third. Why the third, according to Rebbe? To show you really the fourth, the fifth, every single bundle to show you not two like normal. And now we continue in the next part of the Mishnah. 
Matzon Sevasim Oikrachis. We said in the Mishnah, what happens if you find them in bundles or we find them in heaps? Says the Gemara, Maitzvasim, Maikrachis. What in the world? What exactly is going on over here? What are bundles? What are heaps? Really, they are the same thing. What's the difference? Sevasim is Zuzi Zuzi. Krachim is the Krichin. Tuva, Svasim, what are heaps, is when they're all tied together, and Krachai's bundles is when there's many different Tfilin all bundled together, but they're not tied in individual pairs. Okay, and now we continue. Machshech So we said in the Mishnah that when there is a Sakana, so what do you do? I'm sorry, when they're in bundles, when they're in bundles, when they're individuals, then we said you wear them one at a time or two at a time. But when they're in the bundle, then you wait till it gets dark. Says the Gemara, Vamai, then who's zog zog? I don't understand. Why don't you bring them in one at a time? They explained to me, very boring rule. We're showing them what the Mishnah really means. If you go one at a time and you'll finish bringing all the tefillin in before Shkia, then then do that. But if you're not going to be sufficient time to bring them all in before it gets dark, then don't bring any of them in. Wait over there until it gets dark, and then bring it in after Shabbos. Now the mission continued that If it's sakana, what should you do? Just cover over the tefillin and leave it there. Says the Gemara, what's going on? Vatanya, we learned in a brisa. Abraisa teaches that when it's a sakana, you like carry them home less than four hours at a time. And look at Rashi at the end of the Ahmed Rashi says, If we're afraid Gaim are going to come and be belittle and embarrass the Tfilin, that's one case. If you're afraid of your life, they're going to come and shoot you if you're wearing the Tfilin, don't wear them. Cover them up. But if you're afraid that the Goyim are going to see the Tefillin and be mavazah, kick the Tefillin, ruin the Tefillin, then take them pachas pachas, medalit amos. And we move along to Sadi Zayin, Amr Beis, Amr Leobai, says Amai. But my Kintal Mastisa, because Ganazavid is coming. Why did you say that the Mishnah told about Ganazavid Chavim? Ema Sefer, what is the Sefer saying? Meaning, and not list him. You said that when the Mishnah says, that you should cover them up is cause it's the kindness of its chavim and not because of listim. I think I said that backwards. Let's see the Gemara. Like, look at Rashi. Right? Rashi learns the other way because we know that our Mishnah said you should cover it up. So why would you cover it up? Because you're afraid if you wear it, they're going to shoot you. Says the Gemara, What does the Sefa say? Shimon says, give it one person, next person, next person, each person hands it over. That's even worse. You're making a whole party. It's one thing you wear your tefillin. I don't understand. You just told me the, the Mishnah's talking about covered up. You know why? Because the Gaim see you wearing it, they're going to shoot you. But then the Mishnah continues and says, says of Shimon, pass it hand to hand. One minute, if you're passing it hand to hand, there's a conveyor belt of hundreds of people passing tefillin. That's going to be quite a commotion. And that's going to definitely be Sakana. Says the Gemara, Chasiri missing words. So the Gemara switches it, and obviously Rashi over here has a bit of a different girsa, like we kept on saying, that when it's going to be listim, again, it just depends on 
what the word listed means, what the word Avayz Cleveland means. We read Rashi in the bottom of an Aleph, but again, it's very clear over here that what is the Gemara saying? The Gemara is saying that when it's a Sakana that they're going to kill you, then you cover it up. But when it's going to be just a Sakana that they're just going to be Bevazet, then you take them Pachis Pachis, Medalad Amis. Now the Gemara continues, the two dots, five lines down, it's Adi Zayin, Amid, Base. Rav Shimon, Aymer, Naisin, Lanachri, Laisin, Lachavir, but Michael Mefti, what exactly is the Machlekes? One Mandamer said, pass it hand to hand. The other Mandamer said, carry it, Pachas, Pachas, Midal, and Amos. So what's going on over here? Mar Savar says the Gemara, Pachas, Midal, and Amos. It's better to walk less than four Amos. We know that if you keep, if you walk two Amos, you're not over. You wait. You walk another two Amos, you're not over. So that Mandamer says, that's better. Why? The Amos, Naisin, Lachavir, 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 Avshamil said the Shabbos. If you say, no, carry it hand to hand to hand, it's Avshamilsa, it's belittle Shabbos. It's similar to the halachis of Avshamilsa and Shabbos. Machines that make noise are not going to be running on Shabbos. Because it's a bizayon, it's a belittlement to Shabbos. So, so too over here, if you have the whole town outside passing along tefillin, that's a belittlement to Shabbos. Umar Savar, Naisla Chaveroi, Adif. No, it's better to give it to your friend. Why? If you say that you should carry it less than four amos, you know what's going to happen. You're not going to think. Everyone can realize that. You walk two amos, you wait. You walk two amos, you wait. Eventually, you stop thinking and you walk more than four amos. So says that man Damar, we're concerned about that. But it's going to become a belittlement of Zilzal to Shabbos. Okay, but that's better than being Ivor and Isra. And so too his son. I, I might have read the Mishnah wrong yesterday. I think we read a little bit fast. Let's just clarify. It means that if his child, the baby, is lying in the street, pick up the child and pass him hand to hand to hand to hand to get him into the Chatzar. Says the Gemara, What in the world is your baby lying in the middle of the street for? Says the Gemara, No. Mommy gave birth in the middle of the field. Now the baby's lying there. You gotta get the baby home. So pass it along. What did the Mishnah mean? It said, pass it hand to hand, even if there's a hundred people. Why? Says the Gemara. The Gemara Mishnah teach me, even though it's not so great for the baby. You have a newborn baby having a hundred different hands, touch it and pass it and touch it and pass it. That's not so great for the baby. Rashi says, that's so great. It's not so great. Yet, says the Mishnah to teach us, that still we hold that is better than the alternative of the zilzol that could happen for doing less than four amlis. Of the potential isra, I'm sorry. Rav Yudaimer, Naisiradim Chavis. So then the Mishnah continued. The Mishnah said, you got to take your barrel and do the same thing, pass it one person to the next. And the Mishnah said, but be careful not to do more than your tchum. Says the Gemara, bless the Rav Yehuda. Review that doesn't hold on the Tanan. They go after your, they go after your Tchum. So what's going on in the Mishnah? Seemingly we see in the Mishnah, let's look at Rashi. Rashi says, So what's going on in the Mishnah? If they're taking my barrel and we're passing hand to hand to hand, it's going outside of my Tchum. Says the Gemara, Amrei Shlakim Rishon Levi Saba, Hacha b'Mai Eskinan b'Ma'arin l'Chavz l'Chavz. You're not actually transporting the barrel. You're pa- you're pouring the liquid. You're pouring the water from one barrel to the next. So what? Why does that make it any better? So the water is going out of the tchum. 
For Rav Yehuda litai mei damer maimin bemamish. Rav Yehuda holds water is in bemamish. Water is not going to be governed by its chum. So the case of the Mishnah is that you're passing the water hand to hand. It's not we learned that the Mishnah of Yehuda poiter bemayim nishem bemayim mamish because water doesn't have any substance. So the case of the water, and therefore we're not worried if it leaves your chum. Says Gemara, umay loy tahalich zu. What does it mean? You shouldn't take this item. It seemingly is referring to the barrel. It says the Gemara, Don't take this more than the legs of the Bailim. Says the Gemara, Says Gemara, one second. You're taking this Rabbi Yehuda way too far. You're telling me, what did the Gemara just say? The Gemara just said, my water that's sitting right here in my cup, on Shabbos, could be transported out of my tchum because water in Bahamamish? That's too far. How do we know it's too far? Says the Gemara, you know why? I'll prove it to you. When did Rabbi Yudah say is in? Only by dough. When the water gets absorbed inside the dough. When the water is ba'en, when the water is right in front of us. Me, Shabbos, did Rabbi Yudah actually say that the water is not going to have the tchum? Says the Gemara, and I'll prove you that you're wrong. I'll prove you that you the hold that water will yes have a tchum. Harashta When it's in a pot, when in your chalent, you have water. Review those there. It is not bottle. When it's when it's sitting here in front of us, it's going to be bottle. Of course not. Detanya, we further the proof as we learned in a brayser of Yudaimer. Water and salt are bottle in the dough. Vein betelim bikadeira, but in a pot they're not being rotful because of the right because of the sauce. So what do we see? We see the review that does hold that the water is not going to be bottled. The water has mamashais. So when it's bad, when it's sitting in front of you, of course. So how's the review that can allow you to pour from barrel to barrel to barrel to get it outside of your tchum? Says the Gemara, you're right. We're a case where the barrel was kind of shvisa. What does that mean? We know that your kalim are governed where you are on the onset of Shabbos. But the water was never kind of shvisa. And therefore what? And you're moving the barrel. So why, are, why is it an issue moving the barrel? Ironic. The barrel could be bottled to the water. How's that true? Can it not like we learned in Igmar and Shabbos? If someone carries out a living person in a bed, potter. Why is he potter? Even on the bed. Because the bed is tuffled to the person. And therefore, the bed is no. It's considered like it's part of the person. And you're not going to be Why? You're potter on the vessel. So that's going to be the case, says the Gemara. That the water did not was not koina shvisa. The water did not have a particular dwelling place. We'll see Rashi in one second. And therefore, the vessel, the barrel, is bottled to the water. And that's going to be the case in the Mishnah that you let it transport it outside of your tchum. Let's see Rashi. Rashi in the first very wide line over here says, "Mayim shleikana shvisa shenis malu There's a fresh spring, and I took the water today on Shabbos. I'm in Anar or from a river that now we learned many blood ago. Those areas do not have a real tchum because since they're constantly moving, it goes by any person. So if on Shabbos I grab that water, that water has no rishos, the barrel will be bottled to the water, and then you'll be allowed to transport it even outside of your tchum. Once it goes hand to hand, says the Gemara, and we finish off to the second wide line. Master Rabbi Yosei, for Rabbi Yudaimir b'Shayyara, Rabbi Yudah said by Shayyara, the case of a caravan. Well, Shayyara, let's remind yourself, it's coming Shabbos. You don't have a house to live in. What do you do? You park yourself in the middle of the desert. 
Put those ropes around you. Put those staves around you. Make that imaginary shos. And that's where you live on Shabbos. So Rav Yudah Imer Bishayara, in the case of the caravans, Ah, only in that case. Bishayara, Inshla Bishayara Lai. Which I'm sure many people here are wondering, what, we're just giving a random kula to transport the water for, for no reason? Says Mar, yeah, you're right, for no reason. The Rav Yasef asks, I don't understand. This was a special kula by a Shayara. Says You're right. Our Mishnah was talking about that case, talking about the case of a caravan, and that's when we're going to allow you to transport the water. In the case of a caravan, even in that case, you could do it. Meaning, we just spent the whole Amit trying to figure out why was Rav Yudha Mikol on the barrel. So we said, it's not. It's the water. Water ain't been mamish. We were standing back. What do you mean? But the water's been ended. It's in front of us. It can't be. So we said, no, Rav Yudha's talking about water that was drawn on Shabbos. The water has no Shvisa. And the barrel's bottled to the water. But now the Gemara comes along and says, we're talking about a caravan. Says Abayi, one second. If we're talking about a caravan case, then even on the barrel, even on water, which yes, has a dwelling place, will still give you this cool special for a caravan. Shaloi Bishayara, in the case where it's not a caravan, then then specifically it's going to be water that was not kind of the Shvisa yet. Ravashi Amar, that's Rabbi's Teretz, comes in Ravashi and he says, Achavachavis to Afgaraskin on a different Ukimta. You know what Ravyudan the Mishnah is talking about? The barrel is ownerless. Umayim to Afgaraskin and the water is ownerless. Uman Amrulai, and what did the Mishnah mean? Amrulai, they responded back to Rav Yehuda. He responded back to Rav Yehuda, it goes by the feet of the owner. Rav Yechlem ben Nuri, he damar. So this is a fundamental machlaikas. Rav Yechlem ben Nuri, damar, chafsei afkir, kainim shvisa, that ownerless items, yes, get an ownership. Umay, like the halach, zu yoisim ragli, availim, layalchu, elu yoisim, kilim, sheyesh lahem, bailim, it goes back to the owners. So it comes out according to the last terrors of Rav Ashi, there's going to be a fundamental machlaikas, whether we're going to have chafsei afkir, being kainim shvisa, that's Rav Yechlem ben Nuri, the chachamim are responding, that it's yes, Yes, Kaina Shvisa. And it's going to go by the other person's Kalim. Whereas Rabbi Yudha is saying it is not Kaina Shvisa because it is Hefker. And that is the reason why you're going to be that.